Hi there, mamas. Let's talk diarrhea for this Fast Fact Friday episode, mamas, and what you can do at home when your child is suffering from diarrhea, and when should you be alarmed, or when should you bring your child to the doctor. All right, see you inside, mamas. Hey, mama friend. Welcome to the Mommypedia podcast. Are you a first-time mom who's wondering if you're doing it right? Are you struggling to know how to properly take care of your little one? Do you wish you had a pediatrician friend in your pocket so you can get answers anytime and stop second-guessing every decision you make? I'm Dr. Jet. I'm a pediatrician with two little boys myself, and after practicing for two years, I ended up being a stay-at-home mom because my firstborn had a medical condition. Yes, I'm a pediatrician, but I too struggled with first-time mom problems like breastfeeding. My son being in the hospital, and I was battling postpartum blues and lost my self-worth. In this podcast, I will be here as your new BFFpedia doc, who's gonna be giving you weekly advice on all your first-time mom problems, from that really bad diaper rash to baby isn't sleeping through the night, and all the way to feeling lost and overwhelmed yourself. We have got solutions for you. I can't wait to walk this motherhood journey beside as your new dog bestie that you can have in your pocket. There's no need for a waiting room, Mama. Just pop your earbuds in and let's talk. Alright, so diarrhea. This is when stools or bowel movements are loose and watery. You might also notice that your child needs to go to the bathroom more often. But you have to take note that when we talk about diarrhea, this refers more on the consistency of the poop or on the stools rather than on the frequency. Because there might be times that your child goes to the bathroom to poop more often, but then the consistency of their stools is not loose and watery. It might be just a normal consistency. So that's not called diarrhea. Maybe they just really ate too much. Okay, so take note that when we talk about diarrhea, this refers more on the consistency of the stools or of the poop. Now, diarrhea this can either be short term or acute, and long term or chronic. But for the purpose of this episode, we will be talking about short term or acute diarrhea. The difference between the two is really just on the duration. <laughs> If we talk about short term, so well, it really just lasts about a few days, and if we talk about long term, it lasts for weeks, okay, or even more than that. Now, what causes a diarrhea? It can be caused by many things, including viruses, bacteria, but for the younger age group, the most common cause is. The one caused by viruses, and we call that viral gastroenteritis or the stomach flu. This is the top cause of diarrhea in kids, especially for those below five years old. And it can also bring in associated symptoms such as nausea, vomiting, and stomach pain. Other causes can be bacteria, parasites. Sometimes it can also be caused by food intolerance or when. Their digestive system has trouble digesting certain things, and it could be sometimes due to food allergy. The immune system's response to certain food. It can also be caused by a reaction to certain medicines, especially certain antibiotics. And well, sometimes it really is just when toddlers are drinking too much concentrated drinks, such as too much juice or 
other sugar sweetened beverages and sometimes we call that the toddler's diarrhea. So you see there are a lot of causes but like I've said the most common cause for the younger age group is that caused by viruses and we call that the viral gastroenteritis or the stomach flu. But really, when we talk about acute diarrhea, especially as moms taking care of their kids at home, what we're actually more concerned of is our child's hydration status or if there are signs of dehydration, which brings me to how it's diarrhea treated. So as doctors, we are concerned of finding out the cause of the diarrhea, how severe the diarrhea or the symptoms are, because it will really depend, the treatment will depend on that, the symptoms, the age, general health, how severe the condition is. But as moms taking care of your children at home, when you see your child having symptoms of diarrhea or suffering from diarrhea, the first thing that you should take note of is their hydration status. And as for signs of dehydration, no, as moms taking care of our children at home, we should be more observant and more vigilant in detecting signs of dehydration. So for mild signs of dehydration, there could be dry or sticky mouth. You might also notice that there are few or no tears when they cry. Their eyes look sunken. And in babies, that soft spot on top of their head or the anterior fontanelles you might notice also that it's a little bit more sunken than usual and you also notice that they're peeing less and you notice that there are there are fewer wet diapers than usual the normal should be they should be able to urinate within five to six hours you also might notice that they are a little bit cranky or more cranky than usual they're kind of drowsy, they're kind of dizzy. If you notice any of these signs, these are already mild signs of dehydration. More than these, do bring your children to the emergency room or bring them to the hospital already, but more on that later. Now, if you notice that your child has mild signs of dehydration, what you can do at home is to have your child drink lots of fluids. This will help replace the body fluids that was lost in the passing of stools. So be sure to offer drinks called glucose electrolyte solutions. We call that the oral rehydration solutions or the ORFs. There are a lot of brands and I know in different countries there are also different brands but pretty much the ORS formulation is universal so yes you can just pick your favorite brand and just follow the instructions and how to mix them or you can buy the pre-mixed ones. I'm sure in your country there are also the pre-mixed ORS solutions available. Now how do you give the oral rehydration solution or the glucose electrolyte solution. Now since it, this is used to replace the fluid that was lost in the stools, this is to be given each time your child passes out diarrheic stools. Each time your child passes out diarrheic stools, you have to give around 200 to 250 ml of ORS or glucose electrolyte solution and how do you give it you don't give it like have your child drink it all at once okay you give it 
dropper by dropper for babies or for older kids to give it sip by sip until they are able to consume all of the 200 or the 250 ml. Now, why do you give it bit by bit or sip by sip or dropper by dropper? This is so as not to cause vomiting because of the volume of fluids coming in and also not to cause purging or worsening of the diarrhea. Now, what if your child is passing out diarrheic stools more frequently now and you cannot replace it already with a 200 to 250 ml of oral rehydration solution? Say, for example, they passed out diarrheic stools and then you haven't finished giving the 200 to 250 ml of ORS and they're passing out yet another diarrheic stools, then you need to either bring them to the ER or have them see their doctor, all right? Now, why am I suggesting that you should be giving the glucose electrolyte solutions rather than just giving water alone? Not saying water is a no-no in diarrhea. Of course, you can still give water, but not on its own or entirely on its own because if you give only water, this may lead to low blood sugar or low sodium levels in your child's blood and it can just wreak havoc to your child's system and it's really dangerous, which is why you need to give the glucose electrolyte solutions. But what if your child doesn't want to take it or doesn't want to drink it? Because yes, mamas, I do have toddlers and I have to concede that it's not that easy to have them drink it. So what can you do instead is you can offer it as popsicles because they would want that much more than the regular glucose electrolyte solutions in liquid. Or you can also offer diluted apple juice. How do you dilute apple juice? You can have it as a 50-50 mix. Like dilute apple juice with water to achieve the 50-50 mix. Do not give the concentrated apple juice because it will just make the diarrhea even worse because it's too concentrated. Now, what else can you give aside from replacing the fluids? You can also keep breastfeeding your baby. This is very important. If you are breastfeeding your baby, you have to continue breastfeeding because aside from nourishment or aside from replacing also the fluids, the sugar that's present in the breast milk, it also has the IgA antibodies, which can also protect your baby from the organisms that's causing the diarrhea. If your baby is drinking formula, then yes, do keep on feeding them that as well. As with food, you can give lighter foods, Muna, like crackers, apples, banana, and stay clear from the heavier ones or the oilier foods yet. Okay, not yet. You may also give probiotics and zinc drops if this is available over the counter in your country. Because zinc has a role in helping the intestinal cells heal faster. But if you cannot buy this over the counter and it needs a prescription from your doctor, then you have no choice now but to have your child see his pediatrician. What else can you do at home is to observe for other symptoms, which I will be discussing in a while because these other symptoms might indicate a more serious problem, therefore, warrants you to go see your doctor or your pediatrician, all right? Now, what you should not do at home is to give any over-the-counter anti-diarrheal medications. This will just worsen not just their symptoms, but will worsen the case altogether. 
Now, when do you call your doctor or when should you bring your child to the ER or see its doctor? You know, for me, I have a really low threshold when it comes to any signs of dehydration. So I normally or I usually tell the moms that if you see any sign of dehydration, especially if your child is not able to drink any glucose electrolyte solutions or any liquids whatsoever, they're not breastfeeding, they're not taking in any food, and they're showing even the mild signs of dehydration that I mentioned earlier, then by all means, bring your child already to the ER. That's my, you know, my mommy rule because I have a really low threshold with dehydration because it's hard to catch up when your child is really on the moderate to severe dehydration. It's really hard to catch up. I've seen a lot of kids in the ER, you know, the parents bringing them in and it's well a little bit too late already which is why i have a really low threshold when it comes to advising you mamas all right if your child is less than six months whether or not you see any of the symptoms bring your child to see his doctor already okay if your child is more than six months and you see any of these symptoms then again by all means bring your child to see his doctor or bring your child to the er already Right, what are these symptoms? There's already stomach pain or severe stomach pain. There's blood in stool. There's frequent vomiting. They don't want to drink fluids, any fluids. They don't want to eat. There's high fever. The symptoms that I mentioned earlier with wild dehydration, dry, sticky mouth, urinates or peeing less. There's weight loss. There's frequent diarrhea. You can't replace it already with the ORS. There's already extreme thirst. There's no tears when they're crying. There's sunken soft spot. The ones that I mentioned earlier, the soft spot of the top of the baby's head. Then there's already weakness. Then these are already signs for your mama to bring your child to the ER or the emergency room already. And as a general rule, mamas will, well, taking all these signs aside, you know, all the things that have mentioned, remember that you have that gut feel okay you know when your child is really sick you know that something's off something is not quite right and you just need someone to either reassure you or someone to check on your child other than you so it's too much already then by all means bring your child to see his doctor or bring your child to the er already so there you go, mamas. These are the things that you can do at home. Of course, this is really just a short episode since this is a fast Friday. I hope this helped you though, even how short it is. I hope this helped you in terms of managing your child or managing your kids when they do have symptoms of diarrhea. If you have any more questions for me, then just message me in Instagram or in Facebook. I am at Mommypedia Podcast in Instagram and I am MompreneurMD in Facebook. I haven't changed it yet for personal reasons, but yes. You can also post it inside the Facebook community. That's the First Time Moms Club. If you aren't part of that community yet, I posted the link below this episode. You can just click on that and it will lead you right into it. All right. Also, Mama's the Mompreneur Clarity Journal Plus Life Planner on its year three. It's Christmas plus birth month special price. So grab it. It's going to be until December 25, the special price, I mean. And, well, it's really not just a planner. It's not your regular planner because it 
really has clarity worksheets which can help you pinpoint what you truly want to achieve for the coming year. It has helped me a lot as well as other mamas who have already used it from the previous years. If you need more information about it or if you need more details about it, feel free to DM me in my Instagram and I will give you the link to the planner so you can see all the other details that you need to see. And of course, I would like to thank you again, all the mamas who participated in my free new mom survival coaching. It was really truly a blessing to have served you mamas. The free slots, of course, are only up to November. So yes, mamas, for now, it does come with a price. But I assure you, it will be a coaching where I would personally help you get through your new mom dilemmas every step of the way, whether that's the emotional side or the physical side or just really the mommy side of being a new mom. I know how it feels. I've been there. I know it's not easy. And well, it really just makes it so much easier to have someone by your side holding your hand every step of the way. So to book a call, you may email me at mommypedia.docchat at gmail.com or you can go to my Instagram at mommypediapodcast and just click the link there in my bio. I am so excited to meet you inside. All right, until then, mamas, the doctor is out. Love and light, everyone.